0: Hey everyone, before we get started today, I just wanted to let you guys know that we're currently running a contest. If you haven't been following us on social media, we've announced a John Dies First contest where you the writers, you the writers, you the listeners, write how John would die first in the 2007 movie Trick or Treat starring Anna Paquin.
1: I guess they do become writers at that point though, don't they? Yes. Okay.
0: Gold standard
1: writers, by the way.
0: Uh, We want you guys to submit these via the social media or you can email us over at GraveTalkPodcast at iCloud.com and you have until April 2nd. We will have a trophy created by Garrett. Oh, yeah. Specs to be determined.
1: Oh, it's going to be terrible, but you're going to want (laughs) to display that shit everywhere. And
0: we're going to include a small Grave Talk podcast grab bag of some sorts.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some crappy stickers. We're going to have some crappy posters, Mm -hmm. all drawn by Mark and myself. So, yeah, the crap level will be high.
0: We're going to include some beard hair from Garrett also.
1: You might get some beard hair. That's true. And if you do drink it in
0: hold on to it you can clone yours when the technology's here oh shit all right get them in we want to hear what you got to say hey all you creatures from cyberspace thanks for joining us on another episode of the grave talk podcast my name is mark again joined by garrett but not john
1: John is dead to us.
0: Yes, unfortunately, he died first. We he outlived did. him. Can he you believe it? He literally
1: that? died before we saw this movie.
0: He showed up to the theater, got there way too early and got hungry, got the largest bucket of popcorn he
1: could find, ate the whole thing, and then drowned himself in the butter at the bottom because he fell asleep. That's on John, though. That's not on Alamo Drafthouse. Shout outs to Alamo Drafthouse. Best chicken strips in Austin.
0: You heard it here. We'll take them, send them to our P.O. box, and we'll eat them.
1: Dude, I will take P.O. box chicken strips.
0: <laughs> we hope John gets better. Maybe he'll pull through maybe maybe he'll be we dead just dead reanimate dead
1: his corpse okay all right
0: jason style lightning and a spear Ooh, but we do have someone else with us today i'm shauna we Hi have shauna
1: <laughs> i thought you're gonna introduce her and she's like she's like sitting there staring i was like oh i guess she's gonna do it ladies are doing it for themselves
2: yeah i don't, I don't need no man to introduce me <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> well
0: that's fair all right all what's right. your story shauna did um, you follow us here from the theater
2: I did. So after I stepped over just some drowning corpse, I decided to see the movie. You took his
0: ticket out of his dead hand, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to pay for my own ticket. I didn't
0: notice you weren't John, I got to say, until about halfway through the movie. Right. I literally thought that you were John's doppelganger.
2: Well, I tried really hard. I actually, I put on his clothing.
1: Oh, that's what it was.
2: Yeah. Um, This
1: is really weird because it kind of reminds me of the movie we saw. Yeah. The movie saw? The movie we saw. Oh. Did I just, did I smush my words together? Yeah, I thought we were going to talk okay. about Saul all of a sudden. Take two, take two, the movie we saw.
0: <laughs> well, Shauna, as we do with anybody who's a guest on the podcast, the first time they come in, they got to take the monster test. The monster did you test. prepare?
2: I did not. I didn't know.
0: Did you not get the memo from Garrett?
2: No memo from Garrett.
0: Okay, I'm going to let him administer the
1: test. We'll see how you come
0: out on the other side.
2: Uh-oh.
1: So as Mark mentioned, we always give guests the monster test. So question one, what are two ways to kill a vampire?
2: Um, Stake through the heart, decapitation and burning. I mean, I guess that's accurate.
1: What's the other one that we...
0: I suppose like 30 days a night, yes, decapitation yeah. works.
1: You know what? It's so subjective. Maybe we should actually change that question.
0: We'll look into it. That's hey, it. We're this... going to give
1: you credit. We're going to give you credit.
0: This is straight from the okay. monster squad themselves. Yeah. So they this is curated by them. Now oh, we would have okay. also accepted sunlight.
2: Oh, I thought, yeah, the big I end, mean,
1: the big one, unless they're Twilight vampires, which then you just sparkle like the pretty boy ooh, you are. So sexy. Team Jacob.
2: So team
0: Jacob.
1: Team Jacob all the way. Number two, is Frankenstein the name of the guy or the monster?
2: It's the name of the doctor, okay. but I don't think the monster has a name. Not until the end. I think they
1: actually I think call they him just that. call him the monster. Don't they? Yeah. yeah, they just call him the monster. So that is correct. All right, number three, what are two ways to kill a werewolf?
2: Uh, silver bullet and... Um, silver bullet. Wait, you Decapitation ha- and burning?
1: Wait, Mark, you have two ways to kill a werewolf on here. I think it's just how do you kill a werewolf?
0: <laughs> In the movie, they do say two ways, but they never give the second
1: way. Oh, okay. Well, that's just a major plot hole we just uncovered. <laughs> All right, number four, Frankenberry, Booberry, or Count Chocula?
2: Um, it used to be Count Chocula... But I'm gonna switch to Booberry. Oh, interesting!
0: Okay. You know, the last time I had Booberry I got a stomachache. So you, you're made of sterner
1: stuff. What Two and a half bowls. Well, well there you there go. You <laughs> go. <laughs> we just cracked the code on that one.
2: <laughs> one bowl only.
1: Question number five: Who is the unofficial Grave Talk mascot? Um, Rudy. Is and it Rudy? Wrong. It's Adam Scott. Oh, okay. although he doesn't know it.
0: <laughs> so he will someday. When he gets all our sweet fanfic,
1: oh, so <laughs> much fanfic! Question number six: Who would win in a fight between the gremlins or the critters?
2: I'm gonna say the critters.
1: And that's actually open for debate, so that's I, we'll accept it. I mean, I, there's no right answer for that. One. I'm I could on be on swayed, but
0: I'm, I'm on critters too. I think they're a little okay. smarter than the gremlins. See, I, I like the yeah. gremlins, so I'm
1: going team gremlins. So, all right, well, cool. That is the monsters test. You have passed enough to be able to be on the podcast today. Yay! So I do have a few more questions for you if you want. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: no, here we what go. What is
0: your favorite horror movie?
2: So there's a really bad 80s movie called Night of the Demons and it is so bad and would not be made today cuz it is racist, sexist and just awful. But um, it, I just happened to see it in a time of my life where it had an impact.
1: Yes, that movie is great. I actually own that movie. And you are absolutely right. They could not make that nowadays. Right, right. That, that, would, that would severely have some backlash.
0: I don't think I've seen this one. I'm looking at the poster now. Oh, Nin- 1988,
1: good. right? It Something. is balls of the wall yeah. craziness. Yeah. Apparently, there's, there's a-, a
2: full rendition of Bella Lugosi's Dead just in the middle of the movie. They Why just, not? They spent the money. They let it ride. It's awesome.
0: Well, good deal. What kind of uh, horror movies do you normally gravitate towards? Like spooky ghost ones or monster movies? What What are you looking
2: um, I like kind of more old school 80s slasher slash like demon, you know. I don't necessarily want to see the monster. And if I do, I want it to be super cheesy. I want comedy value.
0: You want to build the monster in your mind. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us today. Before we get going, just want to see if anybody had anything they have watched recently that they like to give a shout out to. Any bits of news you want to bring up?
1: Um, We went and saw Us today, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But there was a couple trailers that were pretty cool. I'll talk about those trailers. Sounds Um, good. There was a trailer for a movie called Ma.
0: It looks amazing.
1: I do not know what the hell's going on with that, but it's about a woman who kind of like invites these high school kids to kind of hang out at her place and then it just goes batshit insane. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't even know how to to properly do it justice.
0: It appears to be set around some high school kids that want to get drunk and they come across a woman who invites them into their basement and it's going to allow them to get all their partying out, you know, out of the eyes of the uh, of the parents. Um, as they go through at least the trailer, she like, you know, uh, buddies up with them a little bit and then starts to come out and show her true colors,
1: Starts stalking them, like hacking their phone, like hanging out with their parents. It's really, it definitely looks like it's going to be kind of like a psychological horror movie until it becomes full on slasher crazy. Because it was like a ton of blood at the end of that trailer. Yeah. yeah. I feel
2: like the trailer might have revealed a little too much.
1: I'm a little curious about that. It,
0: yeah. Like, if that's what they're showing us, what is going to happen in this movie? Exactly. They normally hold back
1: the good stuff. They do. But if they're doing that, it means there's got to be some like heavy level shit that they're like holding back on. Because, yeah, there was some rough stuff in that trailer. That um was really cool.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that one stars Octavia Spencer. She's great in everything I've seen her in. Yeah. Hidden Figures was fantastic yep. about the women of NASA. Um, what was the, the the help? The help was really Excuse good. She's in the help. Uh, uh, we also
1: saw a trailer for a movie called S- Midsummer. that?
0: Midsummer. It's Midsummer. the follow-up to Ari Oster of Hereditary.
1: Okay, oh, wow. I was about to say, this movie looks just as fucking stupid as Hereditary. <laughs> you, so, you take that back. I mean, don't get me wrong. Visually, this looked astounding. Like, this dude has a visual flair for filmmaking that I'm gonna say is is next level. But holy shit, it looks so much like like the the random BS of On Hereditary that I just couldn't stand. I was like, oh, they got to make a whole movie about that stuff now. But it does look very creepy. It looks very um, stylistic, and that should be that should be pretty cool.
0: I gotta be honest. I hope they're holding back a lot because the trailer didn't do that much for me. It kind of left me going on. Okay, we're in some weird like. Norse or, you know, Not uh, Norse, European, like
1: very pagan, very pagan, kind of like hippie flower child kind commune of kind of thing. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of like what the wicker man would have been if the ladies had just had more financing.
0: It definitely has that kind of vibe to it. Yeah.
1: It's
2: like so. they gathered the whitest people. They could find. <laughs>
1: blonde hair, blue eyed. Yeah. There's no diversity in this movie. So <laughs> Um, But yeah, it it looked pretty interesting. Again, I saw it and I was like, this has got to be someone associated with Hereditary. This just looks too much like that. But that looks interesting. And then we also saw the trailer for Avengers Endgame, which we're not gonna talk about for the next 45 minutes. So Mark, your hot take, Endgame. I'm gonna watch that movie. Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys are not aware, um, we're really looking forward to Endgame also, even though that's not horror related. I mean, it might be scary. To think about all the heroes disappearing. Yeah,
0: half the population got wiped out. Hell yeah! That's more than Jason or Freddy. Can we ever like? Killed. Can we
1: input a snap like right there in the podcast? Absolutely. It, okay. Cool. Sweet. Just imagine Thanos is doing that. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert for fucking your Avengers! Your beard's gonna um, like
0: dissolve into.
1: I would love it just my beard went away. That's right. My face was fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that's all I did. What about you? I want to bring up that we got a date
0: for the scary stories documentary. The documentary so, or the movie? The documentary. It's okay. been uh, slated to come out in the summer, July 16th. We've mentioned it uh, several times in the news, but we finally got a date on that. So coming straight to VOD, I believe, mm-hmm. and we will take a look at that and we'll let you know our thoughts on it when yeah, it releases. Yeah, like,
1: a quickie about that or yeah, something like that.
0: I think so. Also watch the entirety of Critters, The New Binge. That's the one with uh, Gilbert Goffrey and Tom Lennon, right?
1: Yes. And they're only like in episodes, right? Not the whole thing? They're in several episodes. Oh my God, this gets better and better. <laughs>
0: I had a really good time with it. It, it, you know, it, it falters here and there seeing the way that the critics have already been skewering it. I think they might've went in with too high of expectations for this product because it was made for a, a a digital streaming service that went kaput and then shutter picked it up and, uh, that's how they got a hold of it. But Um, that
1: trailer kind of summed up everything you need to know. It's as as you were talking about like cheesy eighties, like monster, like craziness. I don't think I had any like wrong expectations. I don't know what they were expecting though.
0: Yeah, I don't either. If you go in with the idea and expectation that this might be on the level of, say, a Disney uh, Disney Channel movie, then Disney you're, Channel movie. you're I think about that's the wrong on the podcast, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying like production level wise. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? If you picture about, like, like a, a made for TV about movie, movie, sure, that's okay. fine too. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I think we should do maybe a 0.5 mini soda on that at some point. Uh, I, I would we'll love to. Do, uh,
1: I would love to actually get into that because that sounds really interesting. Cool.
0: Be on the lookout for that. We'll put that together some point soon. Let's get into today's movie. We went to the theater and just watched Us by director Jordan Peele.
1: Director, writer, and producer Jordan Peele. Oh, sorry. The man of many hats. He's got all the hats. He's got every single
0: hat. He wasn't the voiceover of the TV guy, was he? Remember when they're all watching TV? They never actually he, show the television. I think he was. I was like, is that Jordan? It sounded, it sounded like, him. like him. Yeah. So he acted in it too.
1: That's his little Hitchcock so moment. So put that hat
0: on him as
2: well. They oh, are saying he's the ne- next Hitchcock. I read an
1: article about that where they kind of talked about And after seeing this movie, I can see that. I can also see that maybe people need to give him a little more time. to Yeah. Because this was... Oh, man. I'm sure we all have very unique opinions on this. But this movie was... After reading the reviews and seeing what people were saying about it, I'm a little taken aback that they they were lauding it as much as they were. Because this wasn't a bad movie, but they, they kind of made this out to be like, this is going to blow Get Out out of the water. This right. is going to be like, you know, this is the new bar to be set. And this was a great movie, but it didn't really set the bar for me.
0: I think it's uh, overhype. It's very good. I enjoyed my time with it, but yes, I it was I think I prefer Get Out to be honest. I think that one might be a little bit higher up for me because of the impact of the story.
2: Right. Get Out's social commentary and this is like straight up a horror movie. Like, well, it's not really scary, but it's there's no underlying like message. I well, I guess you could Infer one if you really want to.
0: I think there might have been one there. There's one where the doppelgamer says, we are American. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's what they're doing.
1: And if you think about the end of it, which we're going to. Oh, by the way, we're going to spoil this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, now is your chance to, um, to back out.
0: We're going to give a brief five-second pause. And then I'm going to read the quote-unquote back of the box, if you will.
1: The back of the box?
0: Well, it's Rotten Tomatoes description. Oh, okay. There's not okay. a box yet. All right. Press stop now if you don't want to be spoiled. Okay, this one stars Lupita Nyong'o as Adelaide Wilson slash Red, Winston Duke as Gabe Wilson slash Abraham, Elizabeth Moss as Kitty Tyler slash Dahlia, Tim Heidecker as Josh Tyler slash Tex, and Shahadi Wright-Joseph as Zora Wilson slash Umbre, and Evan Alex as Jason Wilson slash Pluto. Here's what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this one. Haunted by an unexplainable and unresolvable trauma from her past and compounded by a string of eerie coincidences, Adelaide feels her paranoia elevate to high alert as she grows increasingly certain that something bad is going to befall her family. After spending a tense beach day with their friends, the Tylers, Adelaide and her family return to the vacation home. When darkness falls, the Wilsons discover the silhouette of four figures holding hands as they stand in the driveway. Us pits an endearing American family against a terrifying and uncanny opponent, doppelgangers of themselves. With that out of the way, what was your initial thoughts after leaving the theater?
1: Get us into it, Shauna.
2: Oh, well... So the buildup from the, I really try to avoid trailers because they do spoil things, but I saw the trailer for this and the trailer freaked me out. And I was like, this is going to be good because it looks really psychologically scary. And I left going, it was a movie.
1: This was interesting in the fact that the trailer built up this whole concept. They reveal that concept really early. I want to say like in the first, like The first act of the film, like the end of the first act is, oh, here's that big thing that we were talking about in the trailer. The second act is the struggle of that big thing. And then the third act, I can tell he was trying to go in a direction to kind of like throw us off like, oh, this is the big reveal. This is the surprise. But I don't know. I felt like the reveal we got in act one should have been the reveal in act three. Yeah. Like the reveal in act three just didn't really do much for me and kind of made me not want to say cheapen, but it also kind of diminished would have been going on for the whole first two acts of the film. It wasn't bad. I just thought the pacing and the the reveals were a little bit off. It kind of, I don't know. It's so hard to describe. This is one of those movies kind of like hereditary where once you see it, you'll understand what we're talking about. But yeah, the movie starts off like, you know, just like happy family going on. No, no, no. This is the 1986, 1986 at a
0: boardwalk carnival. Okay. And we see uh, a little girl with her family. Um, Her dad is playing whack-a-mole. and She wanders off. He is neglectful (laughs) as fuck, too. She wanders into a hall of mirrors on the beach where the light and power goes out. And then she sees not just reflections of herself, but an actual doppelganger of herself. Now, I got to be honest. I immediately knew where it was going to go from there. I figured out the twist from minute
2: one. Yeah.
1: I thought that might have been the twist, but I was like, no, there's no way we're going with that twist because it's just a little bit too on the nose. And everything up into the last three minutes of the movie, I was like, oh, thank God they avoided that twist. No, that twist is exactly it. And we'll just go ahead and we'll pull the John here and, <laughs> and R. RIP right. R. in honor of John. <laughs> basically, the doppelganger switch places.
0: And then the doppelganger lives out 33 years on the surface as if she was a little girl.
1: But that raises so many fucking questions, and I I think we should just talk about the plot and get to the point because the questions I have really, you know, pertain to what happened in the third act. But sure, holy shit, the reveal—the reveal basically made me question everything I had, and not a good like, oh my god, was I wrong? But it was just like, wait, then why did this even bother? You know, like that's the kind of questions that this reveal gave me.
2: Well, they didn't do a very good job of introducing you to the family. And making you care about what happens to the family. The, original,
1: the 1980s family or the present day family?
2: The present day family. Okay. So they're in the car and they're driving to their vacation home.
1: Let's make a note real quick that like after the scene that Mark was talking about on the boardwalk in the 80s, you know, and we get... 80s crammed down our throat. They're talking about hands across America. They're talking about and that's going to be a thriller. huge thing. Michael Jackson Thriller t-shirts, yeah. You know, all this stuff like that. And then we cut to present day and this is where you're talking about whether in the right. car. Right? And the yeah. mother
0: of this family is that little girl.
2: And she's disconnected like she doesn't uh, have a whole lot of personality of her own other than being really freaked out and scared by things.
1: Yeah, she seems like she's she's a perfectly normal woman, except for the fact that she is a little bit like kind of like, oh, she's carrying on this baggage. She's got some shit going through her head. The dad is just kind of a a happy go lucky putz. I don't know how else to describe him. He's he seems like a really good dude.
2: Yeah, I mean, he he was the comedy relief when maybe it would have been better to not have comedy. There relief. was a
1: lot of jokes in this. movie.
2: Yeah,
0: more than I expected. I mean, I know Jordan Peele, right? He's a comedian, mm. but I, it was a little more than maybe even get out. Oh, yeah, it's a lot funnier than get out.
1: I'm going to say that I'm okay with that, because as someone who in stressful tense situations makes uncomfortably bad and just like non needed jokes. I get that. I get that that concept. And I thought that fit his character. But, um, yeah, there were a lot more jokes in this. And I think I don't know if he was doing that to kind of lighten the mood or if that was just supposed to be a character choice. But he's making a lot of shitty dad jokes like right out the gate.
2: But you can't really tell if it was a character choice or not because they don't really build his character. It's more like he wants to keep up with the Joneses and they just can't quite get there. Like there's right, a... He
0: buys a boat that's used and yeah. it's got some motor issues, right? Um, I am really happy that they got Winston Duke. Uh, I really enjoyed his character in Black Panther as like the chief of the gorilla tribe. Yeah.
1: Love that guy.
0: Yeah. So I was glad to see him in a, in a normal, like standard kind of movie role. We are led to believe that Adelaide is carrying around the baggage of the uh, encounter with the doppelganger 33 years later. That's why she's kind of off. You know, we're supposed to believe that like she never recovered from that moment. They even show that like the parents taking her to a psychiatrist or a doctor of some kind and be like, she's been weird. She's not the same little girl.
1: Yeah, this movie is littered with like flashbacks where, you know, present days is playing out and then something will happen that kind of triggers a bit of a flashback and they'll They'll kind of show a little bit more story about, like, you know, um, what was her name? Adelaide? Yeah, Adelaide. As a, as a child, and kind of like, oh, well, we can help her cope with this, teach her how to dance, teach her to draw, you know, like, we'll find out what happened. And the dad, though, the, the deadbeat dad from the beginning, is very much like, he knows it's his fault, but he's just still disconnected. And the mom's like, just emotionally distraught over this whole thing. So we keep jumping back to that to kind of see the parallels. It's, I don't know, it's the flashbacks didn't do much for me. Like I know they kind of help piece together the the end reveal, but again, like you could have you could have not had those flashbacks, still had the end reveal, and it would have been the same exact feeling I had. Do yeah. you think there's more to be gleamed from a second watch? You know, I absolutely. Because as we were just talking yeah. about something, I picked up on something I missed before, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, well that makes sense. Like you mentioned, like she seems kind of scared and kind of like you know worried about things, and I was like, oh. Well, based off the reveal, that makes sense. She would be worried about this thing kind of happening. Or, you know, like like if you did something wrong, you're always kind of in the back of your mind like, ooh, is this going to blow up my face? Or- right.
2: But we're also led to believe that she has all these fears and insecurities around the beach and vacationing in general, but she's never talked to her family about it. And so it's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like you want to have this insecure character and then everybody in her life is just like oh why are you so freaked out but it's also like this is our vacation home we come here all the time (laughs) like every summer
1: that kind of threw me off too because they do posit that they come there every summer and i was like if they come there every summer you'd eventually after 20 30 years i don't know how old they were but like you would eventually become used to this.
0: Right. Adelaide is acting like she hasn't been there since the event.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that threw me off. It was like, oh, I get why she's scared. And it was like, we came here last summer. And I was like, well then what the fuck's the problem?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we're not going to the beach. Uh, 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 but we're, le- okay, we'll go, but we're leaving before dark. You know, that was kind of her mentality. Maybe they point.
1: went to the house, but didn't go to the beach
0: consistently. For- 20 years or whatever how long they had mean, this summer home. Her oldest kid
2: is like 15 and you can't tell me a 15 year old at no point in time was like, "Hey, can we go to that beach this like 30 minutes away?"
0: That's a good point. That's can we also just take a moment to I would like to ask you guys if she had such an aversion to this particular town, why did she allow her husband to buy a beach home there? Why not on the other side of the coast?
2: Well, I don't think that they bought it. I think it was her family home. Cause if yes. you look at the pictures, that's what they were in the very beginning. Right. In the old
0: eighties, yeah. she's, watching, it the TV. Same house? Yeah, she's yeah. watching TV Yeah, she's watching TV on that same home. couch. So then why did she sell it? Get rid of it if this is such right. a problem, you know?
1: Again, like when you you distance yourself from like the things that can come back and and fuck you up. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a good point. Like there's a lot of again, we're nitpicking some of these things, but it really does go into the the overall concept of, you know. I didn't start feeling for these characters until there was an outside force, which kind of like cheapened that moment because I was like, okay, well, I hope they make it. You know, like I don't really have a stake in this family. Once like, the shit hits the fan,
0: I was like concerned for them.
1: Yeah. You but again, I mean? that's only, the only reason we like, but we only cared because we were like, Oh, they're, they're being threatened. Not because we are like, Oh, we care about these characters. But I thought they were written really well. The interaction between the characters and the family felt natural. It felt great. The conversations they had were really good. But there was nothing that, you know, like you said, Sean, there's nothing that really made me go like, I connect with them. I want I want them to be safe, other than the fact that I just didn't want someone to get fucked up.
2: Right. And the the son, the youngest, he clearly has something wrong with him. They don't. Really delve into it, but I kept thinking, know? "Well, he they, they, they keep he making wears comments, the mask, right? like he's and weird. He, he's you know? weird, and oh,
1: that's why right, they do. I just thought that was just a kid
0: being a weird kid. It Could be, but right. maybe it could also be like maybe the recessive doppelganger gene right.
2: is stronger than the kid. <gasps> exactly. Holy shit!
1: I didn't even think about that well, aspect and of it. Maybe
2: that's why his doppelganger kind of followed, mirrored him more than anybody else's doppelganger oh. because you know, like so that they brings might the whole have uh, a better connection." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that brings into a whole, uh, to, to put a pen in this concept, basically when Adelaide sees herself, her little young doppelganger in the flashback, we're led to believe that um, you mirror each other. Like there's a there's a light and a dark version of it. And we get into that a little bit more in a scene yeah, that almost, we'll talk about.
0: So I, yeah, I think the doppelganger rules are a little inconsistent for me. Yeah. Because at some point they uh, they mirror their counterpart exactly. And at other times, they're free to do whatever they want.
1: See, I thought that was just... Oh, let's, let's actually get into the, the, the meat of what happens. So we meet this family. They're at the beach. All this shenanigans that we've talked about. They run into their, their friends, Tim Heidecker and his... Drunk, lush of a wife.
0: And as you said, it's like a meet the uh, or the Johnsons, right? The next door neighbor. shine yeah. one up them with, uh, oh, look, look at the fancy
1: stuff I have. You know, that kind of. Yeah, yeah, they
2: have the really nice house and the really nice boat and the fancy car.
1: Their daughter and the young son are out playing on the beach. And then the kid goes to the, the bathroom, walks past the little like, you know, find yourself horror house or whatever you want to call it.
0: 33 years later, the mirror house that the the little girl wandered into in 1986 is still standing on that beach. It's been
2: rebranded though. Yeah, said it, Merle- it, yeah said, it, was it wasn't Merlins, Native American anymore. Right. It was like a
1: Merlin okay. magician. So they no, definitely, no hurricane came through and blew that thing over in 33 years. <laughs> I don't think boardwalks really evolve a whole lot. I think they kind of like have they that. They try like,
2: to preserve them.
1: Yeah, Do they? that's true. I okay. think that's kind of a feel they were kind of keeping. I've not Santa been Cruz. to an actual boardwalk before, so I don't. Know oh man, have you ever been onto the boardwalk? Boardwalk. Okay, God damn it. I knew he was going to sing that. Well, you love <laughs> uh, me there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the kid goes to the porta the, the youngest son goes to the, the the porta toilet and then walks out and sees some guy standing there with his hands out, just spread. And then the mom freaks out, like, where's our son? Where's Jason? Where's Jason? And she goes and grabs him. She's like, you stay with me. Don't you walk away. And they're well, like, hey, we're going to head home.
2: So the guy with the hands spread. So there's a person that she sees when she's a child that's holding up a sign... Um, with a biblical verse
1: ezekiel eleven 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 was it Ezekiel uh Thanks.
2: Jeremiah maybe? Jeremiah I think it was Jeremiah 11 eleven and she it focuses on him so clearly but when they're driving to the beach they see a man being taken out of a home and he's clearly been murdered um and he has that sign but it's you know grubby. But the guy standing on the beach that the sun sees is his doppelganger. And he's the start of the Hands Across America chain.
1: Which is a thing that when they started doing that, I was like, oh no, we're we're really going to put this in the movie, aren't we? The Jeremiah eleven eleven is, therefore thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So that's actually pretty good. It's actually a pretty good like little like quote to kind of like set the tone for what's gonna happen. But it doesn't add anything to, for me It to doesn't be add too. anything. I mean, other than the fact that it's kind of creepy in the eleven eleven is a mirror of itself, right? which which
0: is also shows up on the clock later at some point when everything starts going off the walls.
1: Yeah, they go back to the house. And so basically, the mom freaks out. they leave. they go home. The dad's all like, I'm gonna fuck. Like, straight up. We get a, a, a long-held crotch shot while they're having a conversation. And this is where the mom, um, Adelaide, finally is like, okay, this is why I don't like the beach. You know how sometimes things line up? Yeah. You know, like coincidences. Since we've been here, they've been happening more and more. I think, I feel like it means like she's getting closer. Who? The mirror girl? You don't believe me. I, 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 I do. I do. I'm, I'm processing. Okay? I just can't believe you kept
0: all this inside
1: for so long. Finally tells him
0: all this. Exposition dump. I wonder how long they've been married. How old is the oldest daughter? Maybe 9? 10? Oh no, she's, oh, older, she's older than she's that. A dude. Teenager. She's okay, easily 13, teen. 14, something like
2: that? I think she's like 14 because she wants to okay. drive the car.
0: So we'll yeah. just say they've been married for at least 14 years and now we're just finding out all about this.
1: Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I can understand keeping some things to yourself if it's a big deal, but this is kind of a major thing. Like
0: Yeah, he should have been like, then why have we been coming to this beach house for so many years?
1: Yeah. Like if this is a this problem is for you, problem. why didn't you say? Yeah. Why do not
0: we get a house in the mountains? No water there. Oh. Good point.
1: Same. She reveals all this and how she kind of talks about how she ran into her doppelganger and it's freaked her out. And she thinks that it's always going to come back to get her, which does actually add into the reveal. Because you later on, when you realize that they actually switch places, she's been scared that like the the good version, the light version is going find, to find a way to come back or whatnot. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, though. Right. Like, okay, fine, she can come back, but oh my God, it's so fucking frustrating. There's so much like woven into this story. Yeah, it's not
0: like they switch places later after the birth of her children. You know what I mean? It's not like the children even had an opportunity to get to know the light version before the dark one took over.
1: And the thing is, is all the dark versions are really fucked up. They grunt. They can't speak. They're like kind of psychotic in their own way. They're like really messed up, but evidently... She's not, because she's the bad. We again, we find out that she's the bad version, posing as the good version for all this time, and the good version was locked down in the underworld or the underground facility. Is it time to
0: try to explain that? Jesus Christ, I don't even yeah. know if we can. I don't even have a clear explanation exactly, but let's do our best. thing
1: well, let's let's see if we get a little uh, through a little more of the story because <laughs> okay. the next okay. part's actually really easy to explain. Okay, the son like shows up in the doorway, jump scare, which I like the jump scares in this. They were not overblown. Right, there wasn't too many of them. And yeah. that one was actually pretty well done. And the son's like, there's a family in the driveway. And we saw that in the trailer. Yeah. And they're like, no, there's no family. They're like, holy shit, there's a family in the driveway. Okay, let's call the cops.
0: I did. They're 14 minutes away. What? 14 minutes? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Jason, give me the bat. What bat? The baseball bat, the bat.
1: There's one in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Thank here. you. All right, hold on. I got this. Let's try this again. Gabe. No, 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 no. All right.
0: Gabe! I got this. this. Now, I thought I already done told y'all to get off my property, okay? So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Now, the cops are already on their way.
1: The family scatters.
0: Hey, 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 hey.
1: And that's when the home invasion aspect of this movie starts. And that's when you realize that these doppelgangers are kind of messed up. Like they don't speak normal. They don't function right. They they have the weirdest way of like talking and stuff like that. So it's this whole scene where, like, it's a a series of scenes where they try to, like, they break into the house. They end up abducting the family, putting them on the couch. And this is where the crux of everything comes in
0: right they restrain Adelaide via like a handcuff to the table and they're all sitting across from each other looking And they're like what do you
1: want? The dad's trying to like negotiate and he's like I'll give you my wallet the boat and then she's like shut the fuck up I don't think they want that.
0: You think these mirror images of ourselves are here to rob us?
1: Which makes sense though because that means Adelaide knew why they were there. She knew why this version the alternate version of herself was there because she knows what she did way back in the day she knows what she did last summer.
2: Well and and I was really (laughs) wondering why a mother who was so concerned about her children would just put on these handcuffs and restrain herself to what is only best described as the world's strongest coffee table.
0: It's made of real oak. Okay? Oh, it's adamantium. And, choice you know, wood. Like choice.
2: oak. Glass, maybe some marble. I don't know. It's real heavy because she can't get, once she restrains herself to it, she cannot break free without assistance.
0: I just assumed that she was trying to keep her family alive for as long as possible. I thought so, too. So i think going to with these guys. Again, well, she these- gave
2: the cuffs a look. And they're, they're kind of unique looking. It's not like mm-hmm. she was handed a standard set of cop handcuffs. Right. So. And we
0: find out it's the same handcuffs that she restrained herself down in the basement 33 yeah. years before. So
2: I think
1: she kind of knew like, okay, the shit's hit the fan. I've got to face up to this. I think she knew that she couldn't stop what was coming. But even then, if you know that, that's the thing is like, that's the thing is if I'm in a situation where I'm like, okay, this thing's coming to bite me in the ass. There's a good chance I'm not getting out of this alive. Guess what? Guns blazing. I'm going to give it everything I've got to basically stop what I know is about to happen. She just kind of like, shut up, everyone. Let's just see what happens. And you're just like, whoa, that's it? Right. And then that's when the bad Adelaide doppelganger kind of does her little like, rap, 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 voice and tells us. Yeah, I guess they're not allowed to speak down there. Or maybe she, they don't know. She
0: was, how? she was, uh, they switched places where she knew how to speak already. That's the
1: thing. The kid knew how to talk as a, like a normal kid and then she goes down there and suddenly she loses the ability to speak and starts talking like she's like mumbly peg and I'm like, what the
2: hell is this? Well, I, Felt it was disuse, like because she clears her throat oh. a few times, and, and she like, does get better of, at talking. And she gets better as she I mean, goes on.
0: I don't believe that she wouldn't have spoke a word down in the hole for thirty three
1: years, or try to teach people to talk or anything.
0: Clearly, she was the mastermind of this whole like uprising to come up to the surface. Yes, right. And somehow they got a million red jumpsuits and a million pairs of okay. golden so shoes. Okay. This is.
1: I got so many questions about the the project that's going on. We'll get to that in just a second. But yeah, so. <laughs> Evil Adelaide explains like, you know, like there's mirror images of everyone down in this facility. You know, we, we killed rabbit and ate it raw. Why you had a nice little life up here. You got nice Christmas presents and I got fucking like metal shears that cut my, I think. So basically you get like, you know, like you found your Prince Charming. And because like, whether I cared for this guy or not, I'm stuck with this dude down in the underworld because we have to mirror everything that's going on. Right. And you which, had a
0: baby and then I had to cut it out of my own stomach.
1: Which I thought that whole scene was amazing. Yes. Like when she was explaining the like the parallels between the. There the, was very good tension in a lot of this movie. And that the yeah. fact that like, you know, when she was like, I didn't get a choice in who I wanted because you married this dude, I'm stuck with this guy. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Like, that's crazily fucked up. Like, I loved this concept. We come to find out that the the doppelgangers are part of some big project that this underground tunnel base has been creating a doppelganger of every single human being in America? Yeah,
0: this was not clear. And in the least, it's like, okay, was this a government project to create a doppel of every person that lives underground?
2: right. Right, and there's the title card about how... There's tunnels and there's unused and tunnels unused under the tunnels ground everywhere. Subways, so they're trying to like guarantee that in your head you're like, okay, well the earth can store double its population if you go on the inside. True, but how the f- I mean, do you know how much money it takes to clone a right. rat?
1: You know, like to clone a human being, especially every single one of them, to have facilities to house them all. And I get well, it, but what was the point of the project?
2: So did it start out as? Cl- loaning or some kind of experiment because they're able to procreate I'm on gonna, their own. Yeah. I d- oh, are they? I yeah, don't know. Well, she has her children. <laughs> oh, she does have kids. I wanted to
0: know how doppelganger conception is. Right. Right. Well, how that's some
1: that- AI level shit because the thing basically becomes self sustainable. And they mentioned that they're like the people who started this project left us and we just basically did our own thing down there with no guidance, no help and
2: a bunch of rabbits.
1: But the thing is, is like, and the whole the whole crux of this is they say they're able to recreate the, a perfect identical copy of the flesh, but there's only one soul. We have to share a soul, so that's why the mirror image Ying thing. Yang. Yeah, that's why the mirror image thing works. Like whatever you're doing, I have to do because we technically share the same soul. But then, how did they get the DNA to make a doppelganger of Adelaide to start with? How gonna, they make? I'm it gonna, a gonna doppelganger? give you some
0: headcanon here. They found a race of shape shifting beings under and in these tunnels, oh, God, and then our government them. somehow got a copy of every single person on the planet in perpetuity.
2: Are we talking Scientology?
0: Oh, absolutely. The Thetans, is it? Thetans. Yeah, getting my Thetan level. Yeah, we're getting oh, yeah. sued straight up. <laughs> this is the
1: last Grave Talk podcast you guys are gonna hear for a while. <laughs> Sorry, well, guys. Sorry. Again, that's
0: all speculation, but they make they hammer home the tunnels and there's stuff down there, oh, yeah. you know, and but it's it's left so nebulous that I kind of want a better explanation that was presented.
1: And then the whole movie plays out for a while where you basically see them try to escape from the negative family, the the tension, the struggle, all that shit was amazing. Again, Jordan Peele is a fucking fantastic writer and director. But this plot line, when they reveal that it's a a project that basically got abandoned where there's perfect duplicates of everybody. And then it becomes self-sustainable. And the there's, entrance to the complex is the mirror house. On yeah. The beach. An unguarded mirror house. First off, number two, if you're a government or any kind of like agency that's basically making something, you're like, Oh, these doppelgangers are reproducing by themselves. Burn this shit to the ground. This Blow was a big entrance. ass mistake.
0: Cave in the tunnels, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. You like you you put a stop to your, you know, your monster unless they got killed underground. Like the people who were running it got killed and, and overtaken. But again, that wasn't positive. And I'm not saying we need like a detailed 45 minute backstory where someone sits down and like talks about the history, but it posed so many questions. I couldn't focus on anything else in the movie other than like. How the shit is this possible? But yeah, so then the movie after positing that they they try to get away from the family, they end up fighting the family. The dad ends up killing the dad.
0: And let's give kudos to every actor in here. They played the double role perfect.
1: I didn't yes. know they were. I didn't know they were the same actors at first. Like I was like, wow, these people are great. And then I, I was like, holy shit, it's the same the people. Daughter, man, oh, her creepy doppelganger
0: face versus oh, the, her scared like the, the young version. daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: dude, I couldn't believe that. I was like, yo, that is straight up the dad. I was like, okay, that's pretty, that's good, but like that's pretty basic. But um, he was O Fish, right? Yeah, the Dad, Lupita, yeah. and it's Lupita, right? Right, that's uh, Adelaide. Yeah, Lupita and the daughter; those two actresses, holy shit, killed it in ways that I was just like, wow, that's amazing. And everybody, even Tim Heidecker's character was, you know, pretty good. You know, he played right. it pretty.
0: Which you know, I think we need to go into that now. Once they escape their doppels, you find out it's not just them; it's every person on the planet. Their doppels coming out to go attack their normal versions.
1: Yeah, because we cut to Tim Heidecker's family, and they're inside basically being the epitome of dysfunction and terribleness. Those daughters are going to hit someone with their car when they get older, straight up. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just, they're trouble. Well, they're dead, so we're okay. Well, they, they definitely. So <laughs> basically, I was
2: actively rooting for them to die.
0: Yeah, well, I, they were terrible. Yeah, I was Well, kudos, because that, that totally happened. I'm sure that's right. exactly why they wrote them that way, though, too, you know? Right,
1: but yeah, so like the the mom comes out and is all like I think there's someone outside and he and then Tim Heidecker's like who gives a shit? And it's like dude, step the fuck up. When your wife or anybody comes and is like hey, I hear something, get up and go check it but out. But there was no one outside. They were already in the house. That's the thing It's like he's like she's like he's like oh, there is someone out there and then she's like oh my god and then boom, they're evil doppelgangers kill them instantly. Well, he made a
0: joke. He's like OJ's outside.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. He made an OJ Simpson <laughs> joke, which I was like, huh, okay. So that's still getting kicked around. Yeah, odd. (laughs) I was like, have you guys made an OJ joke recently? Because I thought that kind of died out. But At the um, turn of the
0: century, I thought we turned in our OJ (laughs) jokes at the counter. (laughs) So at
2: this point in the movie, did you guys think that the doppelgangers had to kill themselves? Like, did you get that vibe or could they kill anybody?
1: They could kill anybody because the, the kill daughter anybody. killed that random dude by his car. Right. At but this it, point, it was still very unclear what their really purpose unclear. was. The rules of the monster were monsters were never set forth.
2: I kind of got the feeling, though, that if they were able to, because of the whole sharing one soul thing, that if they killed their counterpart one way or the other, that they'd get that piece of their soul back and be whole that's what i thought it was but there's
0: almost nothing to that degree yeah but that would have made sense i
2: wanted a different movie i wanted the movie that took you underground and explained maybe not explained but like it just it went from kind of a you know family in peril b&e situation to this like
1: breaking entering for those who don't
2: know I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, my crime talk. Mm -hmm. Um, Shauna, tell about your criminal past. No, (laughs) (laughs) can't. Then it just it continues along that. It's like here we are at another house with another family being you know broken into and murdered, and it's just it's it's this like ball that keeps rolling, and you're hoping that you get just more of this backstory that you know is there, but you never really get, even though he's trying.
1: Well that's the thing is you point out like when cuz they're trying to they're trying to take out their their good versions the um, the Adelaide family I can't remember the last name but Wilson uh, the Wilson uh, uh, yeah, Wilson. The Wilson family, and so I was like, "Oh, they're getting away. Okay, they they want to kill them, so they can basically be the only ones. There can but be to a what it's end a Hiringer, exactly, It's right? a right. situation Why?
0: because the rest of the the doppels are just well, that's, making well, hands across America. Well, chain. That's, well, hold on, that's what I was saying. Is like
1: <laughs> when like you said when they kill uh, Tim Heidecker's family, I was like, Oh, well, they killed their counterparts. Now they're now they're whole. They're going to be more normal. They're going to be able to talk. They're going to be able to take on that role. No, they don't do that at all. They no. just become like crazy people who now take up space." upstairs instead of downstairs
2: right and you see everything kind of through the eyes of the younger version of the main character because like she's wearing a thriller t-shirt and a hands across america t-shirt so those are the thriller comes in and that i think the red jumpsuits and then they're all only wearing one glove
1: oh yeah that was all very much like very on purpose.
2: And her mom is wearing those sandals that everybody is wearing. And I was because at first I was like, what is the deal with all the free with toes? With the Birkenstocks?
1: Yeah. Like, everyone <laughs> had Birkenstocks on. like, oh boy, here
0: we but go. But then
2: in flashbacks, you see that her Where mom was wearing Where do you think they bought all that sandals.
0: stuff? Did they have a Costco
1: card?
2: Well, that's I, the thing. Where did they get all this? Is there some underground sweatshop? I, I want to go underground, guys. And there's you.
1: there's a whole like they, they sustain off rabbits. And there's, like, just walls full of rabbit cages where rabbits are inside. And when they finally go down to the underground facility, which we'll get into in a minute, like, all the rabbits running free, I was like, oh, the rabbits did this project. It's the rabbits <laughs> who are running experiments. I us. So like, they're going to breed us like we breed them. I was like, yes, finally, the rabbits will have their day. And it was like, no, they just got loose.
0: There's some uh, Alice in Wonderland level going down the rabbit hole. i thought we got some, like,
1: some deep watership down level, like, psychosis, but we didn't. So they're getting away. They... They kill um, they Tim kill- Heidecker's family, the, the, the evil, the evil yeah. versions of them. Which I was like, okay, now how does that play out? You've killed both versions. Is there a void now? Like, what's going on here? And then they end up getting away. They end up like taking out the rest of their family, and that's when they get to the trap where the uh, the young boy is. The
0: boy is like wearing the the doppel boy, if you will, is wearing a full gimp mask. Yes, he has a, like a little like burn. Half of victim. his face is burned, and this is part of the problem I have with it because the. The way he's taking out is doing reverse mirror walk. See, I took that as that that character was
1: doing that, but I don't know why. But why why? him and not everybody else? Well, he was that's the thing.
2: I think there was maybe something wrong with the light side sun. Maybe. I don't know. Because
0: he's part... Doppel. It was a very cool, it was a very cool effect. But then,
2: why wouldn't the other kid be part? Doppel? Right, the daughter should have been doing maybe the same it was thing because or something. They did focus on the whole cesarean section thing, so maybe it's because he wasn't born naturally.
1: But I don't think that there's that doesn't set that expectation. Again, no. like we're we're having to we're making excuses yes. for these things that are never fleshed out, and some of them don't necessarily need to be, but they pose questions that literally detract you from what is going on. Like I spent the whole like last third of the movie just like questioning everything like hold on stop i don't care about that what the hell is up with this why are the scissors the scissors you know like
2: never explained
1: what is you know and i'm sure there's something we missed maybe because she's cutting
2: paper dolls for hands to make the hands across america but why yeah she has a
1: hands across america shirt and i know she was like when at the very beginning of the movie she's watching the commercial for like people are going to join hands and it's going to be a show of solidarity. And that's, that actually plays in. Yeah. Like like peace. And like, you know, but, and so she trains all the, Oh God. Oh my (laughs) God. So they, they, they do a trap thing. The, the doppelganger son gets burned alive. The evil uh, doppelganger mother takes the good Jason, the good son down underground into this facility. And this is where we get to the underground facility. This is where we see. There's a working escalator in there. Oh, a very oh, yeah. a gorgeous escalator. Yeah. That thing is dusted. Whoever's keeping daily. this up, good job. It's the
2: rabbits. It has the not rabbit. become stairs. <laughs> it's no, it's still working. Yeah,
1: it's the rabbits. And oh my god! So we get down there, and that's when the whole the second exposition reveal that we've talked about, where you find out that the good the good um, Adelaide and the bad Adelaide were switched. And the bad Adelaide's been upstairs living her best life while the, the good Adelaide is downstairs living with the fucking crazy doppelganger people. I guess because someone did a dance, she realized that she could teach the other doppelgangers to rise up. If we could give them a purpose, they'd, they'd come up and take over. But is that, I don't know if that's it.
2: Well, it seemed like she was able to do the dance Mimicking because when you go down and you see the doppelgangers, they're all doing a rough it's approximation, like they're, miming, they're miming what the people up top are doing. Almost. But she's able to dance beautifully, and so I think that. That's how they're like, oh, you're different. Yeah, they
1: made her like the queen of the doppels, right. even so though then, she wasn't.
2: You know, then she spent the rest of her like what thirty years wrangling up ten billion doppels and
0: dressing sandals. them sandals. And, and giving sandals. them scissors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like I mean, why? Goals. If you can if you can if you if you know what the fuck's up, then just take that escalator upstairs. Yeah, why right. don't she just walk out? And be like, hey guys, um, <laughs> Yo, this straight man, up, there's a facility down here. Now, maybe she hasn't talked in a long time, but like she she goes into this psychosis where she loses like like this like concept of reality in the upstairs world and lives in the downstairs world in this facility. But the thing is is like even if you lose your mind, why spend all that effort like orchestrating this big elaborate plot to do hands across America with billions of fucking like doppelgangers when you could just be like, "Hey guys, we're going upstairs. We're going to the mall." You
0: know, like, let's just take the escalator. She was handcuffed to a bed, but at some point she got free and did a ballet dance and somehow organized a full rebellion of Doppels. It
1: was insanity. (laughs) And then there's a whole fight scene, a beautifully shot choreographed fight scene between the two. uh, Oh man,
0: watching her beat herself up in the classroom. That
1: was cool. Dude, so much of this movie is just fantastic. And I want to watch it again because I, I guarantee you I'll catch a lot more, but this raises another question. The doppelganger Adelaide goes upstairs when she's a little girl. So she's the bad version, right? She has a kid with a good version. Is that why the little boy's fucked up? Because it's mixing of the two gene pools? Well, that's what we're saying. Maybe right. the
0: recessive doppelganger gene
1: is stronger in him than perhaps oh, the Oh, maybe that's daughter. why they, can, they have to mimic each other because it is so...
2: But the, the, there was one case like so when she goes to get to retrieve her son from the underground, the daughter and the father are standing by the car just in, in or they go to the ambulance and he's like, we can hide in here. But he doesn't really seem concerned about his son or his or his wife. But the daughter goes, well, mom will know what to do. She knows where to go. And I was like, hmm how does she know where to go and how does she know what to do?
0: Yeah, that's fair. How would her daughter know any of her switching or any of that
1: stuff? That's a, Oh man, that's a good point too. Again, a million questions. It, it basically tells us to focus on like, like this thing over here, but then it just drops like all these books next to us. And it's all like, it's like, it's like studying a subject and it's like, like studying like the civil war. And it's like, there were some battles. But don't read anything else about how they started, the locations where they were, these people, those people, the farms. It's like, wait, you brought them up, asshole. Like, it's like, if you (laughs) brought, I want to know why this shit is what it is. And then just kind of tell you, like, kind of brush you along. Like, don't, don't sweat that. It makes sense. And there is some of it at the end when you reveal, like, you know, that they were switched. You're like, oh, well, that makes sense. I get why she behaved this way. I get why she acted this way. I can see why the family, you know, Why she wanted to bring her family upstairs, but then she hated her husband. She didn't appear to like love her husband in the Doppel world. Why did she she bring him with him when
2: he was dead?
1: Yeah, just leave him downstairs.
0: Again, what to what end is this plan? Like, what is the point?
1: She talks about how her kids are fucked up, and she's like, "Oh, the the daughter's a, a monster, and the boy, he's all fucked up." And like, you get this feeling that she's kind of like, "I'm stuck with this." Guess what? You're up top, baby. A like, better plan live it up. Yeah, you know you're up, not <laughs> kill Snack the, those good
2: kids. Go is on. there is there
1: like matrimony vows in the underground where you have to like, well, till death do us part, Chuck? You know it's like, no, fuck yeah. you. I'm going upstairs. I'm gonna go get me an orange Julius.
0: Good Adelaide should have came up from the stairs, killed bad Adelaide, and just replaced her. Like,
1: D- there yeah. you fucking go. Problem solved. <laughs> but if they really wanted what the up people upstairs have. Maybe she felt bad it. for them downstairs and wanted them to have the opportunity, but if that's the case, have them come up and live that life. Don't do hands across America.
0: And it, it seems like the light versions are in charge of driving the car because you said everybody down there is is miming and charading down below, then why didn't just good Adelaide start moving around and like making the one upstairs like right. mirror? Why
2: can't she control oh. her bad version? You know?
0: I don't so many questions. Oh. And I do have an issue when they were fighting in the, the, the classroom in the basement, they're struggling. And what is good Adelaide, who's lived downstairs, says something to the bad Adelaide. She says something that affects of You could have taken me with you that day. That line makes no sense when you think about it. Why would good Adelaide say to the other one, you could have taken me with you that day because she was the one that was upstairs the whole time.
2: Right. She could have said something along the lines of we both could have come or something like that, but it was very much a, I'm going to hide the secret of the movie,
0: right? It was a movie plot and it doesn't just well with the rest. It of was, the- it was right. designed to make
1: you like, feel like, Oh, you kind of, you, you brought this upon yourself, but in actuality, no, she didn't. Yeah. She should have said like, Hey, I would have let you out. I wouldn't have made you go back downstairs.
0: That would have made more sense.
1: So the fact of the matter is, is like, if you can get up those escalator steps, Walk out the front fucking door. You know, right. it's like, it's like if Andy Dufresne dug his way to that like little pool in Shawshank and it was like, well, got to go back now. You're like, why do you're out, man? Fucking live it up. Go get a prostitute, get a burger. Let's go.
0: His Jeez. name was Andy Dufresne.
1: <laughs> Andy Dufresne and was a was doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Andy used to come to the yard. I do a terrible Morgan Freeman, by the way. That's in case dope. you could work tell. on it,
0: work on it. Let's hear it no again way. I'm in good. The I'm good. Um, so basically the movie ends and the we get a, a moment where the son is figured out his mother's not the light version.
1: Yes, which was a great moment, and a great reveal. Yeah. But like you have this look on your face, Sean, like it doesn't quite make sense.
0: But again, it's been his mom the whole time. So it's still your mom. Right. Even if it's dark that's, mom, that's it's mom. The, you know, that's the one who birthed you. That's a good you point. You are a biological child of dark mom. So what does it matter? He
2: knows from the moment that he saw her killing the twin in the living room when she was the
1: Heidecker twin. Yeah. Yeah. The
2: keys. So, but he just kind of goes along with it.
1: I think he had an of... I think he had an inclination of like, oh, my mom's losing it. And then I think when he goes downstairs Well, he, she was I,
2: making the grunts and stuff, and he very much had a look I on his face. I noticed that too, like, and I was like, oh. are we
1: supposed to is is this whole like I thought it was leading to like like, oh, by facing our doppels are we are we susceptible to becoming dark and evil ourselves? Are our nature's always that? And then we basically put on this air of like up top like social, like norms, America, we're Americans too. Anybody's
0: capable of being the dark version of
1: themselves. Exactly. And like how easily. I was wrong. How (laughs) easy you could switch those roles and never know it just based off like society's rules as opposed to who we are. But no, that wasn't it at all. Like, that doesn't come into play at all. I was like, holy shit, What? why? And again, my final note on my piece of paper is just says, um, why? And like all caps, because <laughs> I don't know what the hell the point was. Like, there's so many great things in this movie. And I'm just like, but why?
0: I was waiting for a real what the fuck moment. And instead I got a what the fuck? You know, yeah. does that make sense? Because that, that's how I walked out of it, too. I was like, that was a good movie. It's a good movie, but there's too many problems with
1: it. The new Suspiria had more point at the end of the movie than just did. It was a more cohesive story. I like this way more than the new Suspiria. But again, this is a great movie. It's a very enjoyable movie. But you have to be either willing to watch it multiple times and sit down and spend the time to figure it out if you can, or accept the fact that there's just so much you're not going to understand. And that's frustrating for me as a person who always wants to know, like, why are we doing this? There's no rhyme or reason. No, the rules
0: weren't set clearly for us to follow, and I think that's it's grave mistake.
1: Do you think? Do you think it was the rules of the doppelgangers, or do you think it was the rules of the their goal or their the, the I think world it's, we live in?
0: It's the world building of the tethered. We forgot to mention that they're called the tethered. Yeah. Yes, the ones true. down underground. The doppelgangers. The rule set of how the tethered are reactive to us directly is a problem. And, uh, just kind of the fumbling of the reveal that they thought they were being clever with was kind of, I don't know, to me, telegraphed from the moment it happened.
1: So you guys said you saw the whole them switching places thing. The
0: minute the girl goes, you know, scared face. I was like, Oh, they just switched. Oh, see, I, I, again, like I said, she
2: didn't speak and they, and the mother (gasps) was like, she, she hasn't spoken and you don't know what can happen in 15 minutes. And they said, how do we get her to speak and be normal
1: again? Do these things, which will teach her to be. But she was watching and observing adult, to become normal, which well, goes to the sure
2: point. I'm sure she said, this is not my daughter.
1: Oh, I think you're right. I think she said, this is not. Yeah.
2: And I think, you know, after the fact, you're like, oh, not literally, not figuratively. Um, but
1: I assume Literally.
2: Yeah, it was like,
1: you guys did. Yeah. I did. not I, I gave the movie the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, that's not what happened. You know, like that's that's not what it's going to be. Not that it would have been bad knowing that. But again, all those things, knowing that from the beginning wouldn't have been a problem if I just knew the rules of the tethered. If I knew the rules of like this underground society, I would get it.
2: Oh, do you think the scissors were like a metaphor metaphor for Cutting the string, cutting the, yeah, she says, cutting the tether. She does call it's, them
0: puppets at some point, too. Okay. The word yeah. puppets was used. I forget in what context, but Dark
1: Adelaide says they are puppets. Okay. No the strings on me. Sorry. I'm a little Pinocchio. Poking Pinocchio. You know My Pinocchio area. Jeez, I can speak today. But there was, there were some great lines in this movie, like when they first like see the and this makes sense now, because when the when Adelaide first sees the dark family, the, the doppelganger family on the, the driveway, she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 like and he's like, I'm gonna go out and see. And she's like, uh, uh-uh. and I was like, there's my reaction perfectly. And anytime she's like, nope. Nope. Grab your bats, grab your axe, whatever, but we're not going to go fucking say hi to these monsters. Also, <laughs> Dark, dark Adelaide
0: should have known exactly what it was.
1: Oh, exactly. yeah. Exactly. That's another thing. Is She, she just has all
0: like, the information.
1: She, she's the key master. And then yeah, like, yeah. she's
0: like, like let's walk into this. She's reactive as if she was light Adelaide.
1: Who, oh, God. You know what I mean? That's a good point. See, that's, oh, uh, see, I got that as like, oh, it's finally caught up with me like from from Dark Adelaide, who was upstairs. But again, if she knew that, she would have been like, okay, this is what's going to happen. They're here to fuck us up and take our place. We got to book. I think this movie works better without the twist. Oh, I will agree with you on that. You know?
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: There is a part at the end, though, where she's all like, uh, what does she say? Um it's our time up here. It's our time up here, and I was like, "That's like the Goonies language. It's our time I down know. here. Our time." And I was like,
2: "Goonies, woo!" Did you see the copy of Goonies next to the TV at the very beginning? Yeah, yes, next I to did. Chud. Aunt yeah, Chud.
1: Yeah. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. I was definitely like, "There's, there's so many great like the kids got a Jaws shirt, um, which in 2019, fuck you, dude. I have if, a, I have a Quint t-shirt. Don't know uh, if seven year olds wearing Jaws t-shirts, but." cool seven-year-olds do i guess ones that are linked to the the darkness via cesarean <laughs> section well, and
2: then there was the black flag reference and a lot of black bag. flag shirts and then there's I, one I, in
1: the 86 yeah, and 2019 and yeah i mean that's fine i don't know that's that's that, that's most people's go-to like punk music right and you're right. like yeah we know black flag i love black i have a black flag tattoo but even then it's just like other all arm. right we get it it's you guys. on the other arm Yeah, I I looked at the wrong arm. I looked at my nerd arm. Do you not know your own body? With my lambda, lambda, lambda tattoo. He's a dark Garrett. I'm the tethered version, baby. All your (laughs) tattoos are reversed. That's why I'm so annoying. (laughs) In my world, basically, there's a quiet version of Garrett somewhere downstairs that you guys all would prefer. What is your version of your doppel? Ooh. Um, He probably has eats. a beard on his head. Yeah. He, he no, has, he has, hair. That. He has <laughs> hair, <laughs> hair, no beard. Head, no we beard. switch places with the hair. He's probably quiet and doesn't talk incessantly. Um, he probably eats healthy and doesn't like treat his body. Like he has a vendetta against it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's probably got real skills with the ladies. He what sounds about you? Like Mark an upstanding citizen. He sounds like the Garrett that you guys would all love to have. What about you, Mark?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Good eyesight. Good eyesight. Uh, right-handed. Ooh. So. Um,
1: That's your big <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. The man can write right-handed. Munchies. Only a mustache.
0: He's a, He's got a handlebar mustache. Ooh,
1: he's got a soul patch. And oh. he's got a
0: British accent.
1: Ooh, classy. Why not? I like
0: it. I can do whatever I want. The <laughs> rules aren't in
1: place. There's <laughs> no rules. There's no rules here. What about you, Shauna?
2: Oh, um, I too will have a handlebar mustache. Nice. <laughs> I... It, but I'll wax it and twirl it up.
1: Oh, I'm going to go
2: full hipster. I I will wear um, a bowler. Oh yeah, oh, mm. maybe maybe multiple hats at the same time. Oh I, yes. I feel like the other version of myself can pull off scarves because I cannot. Ooh, multiple hats. Those
1: infinity scarves.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, you know maybe some kind of sparkly shoe. I yeah.
1: Oh, I, I'm a big oh, fan. Oh, she sparkles. can walk
2: in heels. I cannot. Okay, she can. All right, she can run in them.
0: So the doppel's can do everything that we can't. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. I,
1: I guess in our, our rules, that <laughs> yeah. they're the exact opposite. That's of how us. we're setting it. I don't know why I said that 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 uh that standard basically it has to be the exact opposite <laughs> of everything that I am. It's
0: fine. Jordan Peele didn't set it either.
1: I should have been like like he's oh, the no same rules. he's the same exact <laughs> version of me, except he's got a fucking full head of hair. Like I should have just been like I'm perfect the way I am.
0: That's right. accept no. yourself, Love man. Yourself. God, <laughs> that's the message of this episode. <laughs> you guys, thank you
2: so much. <laughs> Creep on in, on in, on in
0: well i would recommend it even though we spent what is it 45 minutes kind of uh really nitpicking it but i mean they're kind of big issues i think
1: it nitpicks in the way that like it nitpicks because like we care like that's the thing is we wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about these little things so much if we didn't care so much about what was happening in this movie and we do. Like, everything that goes down, I, I want to be invested, you know? Like, I want to be stereotyped. I want to be classified. No, um, but, like, it's just... I had a problem with it because I was like, I want so much more from you, you know?
0: And, and we were led to believe there was so much more here based on all the hype. Oh, the best horror movie of all time I saw floating around. Yeah, it's like... That's mm. always... We jumped right over the Exorcist part. You know, it's like, the next Exorcist. No, this is just best one, period. You know, no, not quite. They
2: spent so much on little details, like the Goonies, um, VHS, and just music. The music was phenomenal.
1: Soundtrack was fucking
0: incredible. Them strings was on point.
2: Mm Yes.
0: As opposed to Insidious. Yes. (laughs) Look, we we agree, as much as
1: I love Insidious, we do agree that... um, the insidious strings are just mind-numbingly horrid. But yes, this soundtrack, the score was fucking amazing. And to have an orchestrated fight to put five on it, Oh yeah. Oh cool. Hell yeah. There was such, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie.
2: The comedy elements were good.
1: Loved every joke.
2: I loved the little jokes. I loved the boat names. I loved just- The craw
1: daddy. And he's like, daddy's oh. home. I was like, <laughs> fuck yes. I'm using that at some point. I'm making some girl really uncomfortable by saying that. Yeah, and then the fight with like between um, evil Tim Heidecker and um,
2: the slow chase, the dad,
1: where they're like they're both like limping, just kind of like we're both fucked up, just kind of like slowly like old man walking after each other. It's like that cracked me up. I was like, this is so good. Also, there's a little point in the beginning where they're on the beach and this kid, the kids walking. And there's a pigeon or a seagull just chilling and he kind of like runs up on it. And pigeons are like, or the seagull's like, fuck you. And I'm like, (laughs) I love that. I laughed out loud during that.
0: Seagulls are terrible, by the way. Are they? I'm from South Texas where there are just flying sky rats everywhere. Really? Don't feed them. What do you think is worse, seagulls or pigeons? Seagulls for me because that's what I grew Uh, up with.
2: Seagulls. They will steal your Teddy Grahams.
1: Right out of your hand. Jeez, you guys have strong opinions about seagulls.
2: Fuck those guys. They're
1: sky rats. Avoid them. Well, they, they call pigeons sky rats, too, don't they?
0: Mm, those are ground rats. Welcome back to bird talk. <laughs> I don't
1: know. People
2: eat eat pigeons, though, and I don't think anybody eats seagulls. Unless
0: you're really hungry. Have
2: you tried eating a seagull? I mean, it's no. Never, it's never
0: been on a menu, so probably
2: right. not.
1: Listeners, if you've eaten seagull and or pigeon, hit us up. We have so many questions. We have as or many questions you're about that. can. you
2: willing to eat a seagull and a pigeon and do a taste test, I, think I will cook Texas it up law, for you. But while,
1: while Grave Talk Podcast cannot endorse... International
2: Waters, we can get a boat.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the,
2: crawdaddy, on, the crawdaddy. The Daddy. <laughs>
0: We're going to swim around that law. We're going to eat ourselves some seagull. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. All right. That was a creepy fucking like, accent, Mark. I, loved I love it. it. Cast yeah. me in
0: your seagull movie. I'm ready to go. So would you guys recommend this movie?
2: Definitely.
1: Absolutely. It's an amazing film and I'm going to watch it at least probably once or twice more because... It's going to be so much more impactful knowing what I know now, which is the point of a reveal. But again, I'm I'm curious to know if my plot holes, my, um, my unanswered questions will detract from that because I'll get more out of it, but I wonder if I'm going to be more annoyed that I didn't get certain things out of it.
0: Do you think there's a message that we collectively
1: missed? I want to say yes.
2: I think they were trying, mm-hmm. and I think that there what? was just so much other stuff to think about. What was the America
1: comment? We're Americans. I was like, okay, is that like? I think it's. I literally think it's something to something to the degree
0: of there's good bad versions of ourselves, and we need to choose which one to be. That's m- what I think. But
1: maybe I don't know. That, that, but that's what this is. This is what makes a good film, though. But like
2: they, they never actually say that the people underground are bad. They say that their their lives are bad.
1: They've been given like the True. short end of the stick. Maybe that's a, like a maybe that's a commentary on like um, the poor. Like, like the ghettos and stuff like that. Like you're always going to, they're, they're, Oh, that's a good thing. Like, you know, like people always view like, like, Oh, they're thugs, they're bad, you know, poor communities and stuff. And it's just because they've had a rough experience. They're not bad people. They just been conditioned by shitty experiences, but given the opportunity, maybe they just want to be peaceful and hands across America and shit like that too but their experiences bring down the people that like have oppressed them. You're right. There is definitely, yeah, there's some kind of commentary with that because I definitely feel like that was something
2: like the whole tethered were apparently created to mind control or curb the people from the top side. Like they're supposed to be,
1: Maybe that's a commentary on like, you know, like, oh, you don't want to be like the people who get busted and go to jail and the people who, you know, do drugs and all that stuff They are wearing
2: orange jumpsuits.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Very prison-like. Ooh. You know what? Okay, yes. There is some (laughs) heavy social commentary that I think we just tapped into. I guarantee you there's a whole social commentary about that whole I thing. Want, I think there's a race aspect to it. There's, a, there's the heavily DVD a race features. aspect there.
2: I want the, I want the extras. If this thing
1: comes out with a DVD, without a DVD commentary,
2: commentary, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah.
0: Right. I'm sure there's a lot he'll reveal maybe in articles in the future soon, or like you said, extras on a Blu-ray or something like that. There was no commentary on the Halloween
1: DVD, which I was Seriously? like, yeah, there was no director commentary. I was like, why? That's some weak ass shit right there. What a, year is it? There was an article I read where they were talking about like, where are all the DVD comment, where are the commentaries? Is that going away? Yeah, we're not seeing it near that's as much lame. anymore. But, that's lame. But, uh, lame. Ridley insight. Scott still does it. so yeah, he does. He talks forever. so. But, yeah, no, that's actually, dude, that's a really good point, Shauna, because, like, there is a lot of messaging. And, and you could tell it was there by reanalyzing it. You do see that.
0: And I think there's. I think we were just so hung up on the problems with it that maybe we didn't see
1: that. Yeah. Which maybe says something about the movie. Maybe if they had, like, made that a little simpler and not try to. Um,
2: well, so Get Out was race, black white mm-hmm. and this is like
1: race and class
2: class and, More so, and class society race, levels but you know? society but yeah. it just unlike get out it didn't hit you over the head with it but
1: it was not near as blatant it, as get it wasn't
2: out. as blatant but I, impact, are we searching for, for it? it are we going out of our way to find it
1: i don't think so I, jordan Peel's the kind of writer everything he does like if you look at the like the little nuances of everything connected I don't think he's one of those people that like does this shit by accident. Like he he's got message on message on message. But I think to to what we've been saying is like, I think we missed some of that because we were yeah. so wrapped up in the like, wait a minute, what the fuck, you know, of other things that maybe weren't as important as the message.
2: Well, and you're constantly watching every scene to get hints. And so I think a second watch is definitely worth it.
0: Yeah. I'll watch it again. I would
1: recommend the hell out of this movie. Everybody should watch it. Yeah. Twice. Mm-hmm. Two times. Go see it at the theater. Give that man some money so he can keep doing stuff because I think even I though think we made not have bank. Oh, I think yeah. it'll make bank. Oh, absolutely. It's got to make tons of money. But I'm saying like, I want this guy to keep making. I also thought he's doing the new Twilight Zones. Yep. I thought this may have been better as an hour long Twilight oh. Zone episode. Those oh, Doppelgangers are, are always this- in the Twilight oh, and Zone. Well, I'm saying, shorten <laughs> this down a little bit to tighten up the things you have to like hit really quick. You can still have the social commentary. You can still have everything there, but it just wouldn't be as um, puffed up at certain times. Man, I can't wait for his Twilight Zone. I can't wait for his next film. I can't wait for this podcast to be over. I can't wait for us to get on the moon. I, I can't wait one that. minute more.
0: Wait, how's that song go? <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait. Anyway, all right. Any final thoughts on this? Thank you for being here, Shauna. Yeah, we Thanks appreciate for it. me. If you ever find another movie you want to talk about, you just let us know. Uh,
2: the Good Son. Oh, wow. Oh, the Macaulay Culkin one? Yeah.
0: In another Frodo? doppelganger. Wait, Elijah no, that's not a Woods. doppelganger movie. That's just like an evil movie.
2: Yeah.
0: Elijah
1: Woods. Is it have Elijah Woods Macaulay in it? Culkin, uh-huh. yeah. That's a good one. We'll look into that. Just
2: if you're going old school.
1: Going old school. Well, we'll keep that in mind. (laughs)
0: All right. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next
1: time. Joint be burning my hand. Next time I.